This is the organic stream. Welcome. If you look at the history of civilization, there is a direct relationship between the decline of soil quality and the decline of those civilizations. All these things came from the earth. We need to go back to the earth. We're not just keeping this stuff out of the landfill and making a product. And that's the attitude you have to take. Every single day, somebody knocks on your door and says, Can I have your waste food? If you put waste Hi everyone and welcome to the Organic Stream podcast with me, your host, Aline Murphy on OrganicStream.org. Today's episode is quite an exciting one, as we're in France to report on current events taking place in the organic sphere, specifically the new composting label and quality standards for compost made with source-separated organics. Our guest with us today is Thomas Collin of the French National Network for the Collection and Recycling of Bio-Waste, Compost Plus. Compost Plus is a member organization who work exclusively with municipalities who source separate organics and they have spent the last two years developing this new quality assurance system which includes no less than 36 requirements covering management aspects and product quality of compost. In this episode we'll be asking Thomas just how strict the standards are and how they will be enforced, the reasons for creating them and the issues with the pre-existing standards, how the new system will benefit the French compost industry and the agricultural sector, and the challenges they faced in creating these standards. We will also be asking Thomas for an update on source separation in France, such as initiatives taking place at the moment, and about the new energy transition law, which is right now being reviewed in the Senate, and if passed will greatly impact the landscape for sustainable organics collection in France. So it's an exciting episode ahead, And before we start, I'd like to once again mention an event that is currently on our radar. The Save the Planet Conference and Exhibition on Waste Management and Recycling is coming up soon, between the 11th and 13th of March this year in Sofia, Bulgaria. Organised by VIA Expo, the event will bring together exhibitors, visitors, speakers and attendees to promote sustainable resource management and sound investment for businesses and municipalities in Southeast Europe. Of particular interest is the topic Towards a Circular Economy, which explores zero emissions research and initiatives. So for more information on that event and to register, click on the link in the description. And I'd also like to thank Ecovio from BASF for making this episode possible. Ecovio is a high quality and versatile bioplastic made by BASF. Certified compostable and containing bio-based content, the main areas of use are plastic films such as organic waste bags, dual-use bags or organic films. Furthermore, compostable packaging solutions such as paper coating and injection moulding products can be produced with Ecovio. For more information, visit their website by clicking on the link in the description below. And now, on to the interview! So Thomas, um, we like to start the show usually with a bit of an introduction. So maybe you can tell me about Compost Plus and what you're up to in France at the moment. Okay, so Compost Plus is a network of uh, local authorities all involved in the composting and separate collection of bio waste in France. 
there were six members at the beginning in 2009 and now we are 16 uh, members which represent around 1.4 millions of uh, inhabitants. It is uh, important to notice that Compostpress is a fully independent association. There is no modest private companies. All our resources are from uh, members' fees and the goal of the association is to promote and develop separate collection of bio-waste in France. So by using different uh, meanings like communication, well, we communicate on separate collection of bio-waste in many conferences and meetings all over France. And we uh, organized every two years specific working days on that field, inviting concealers and uh, technical agents. We also do some little bit of lobbying. We are involved in a different regulation working group and we are also members of the European Compost Network. It's a lobbying group of European experts with whom we share the same vision about the way to recycle bio-waste. And finally, we have some few projects. Uh, two of them are finished this year. First is a quality assurance system for composting plants and uh, compost from biodegradable waste. And the second one is a guidebook on separate collection of bio-waste, giving the reason why to develop it and aiming to spread the best practices. There is one, uh, one third project still in progress. It's an observatory of local policy aiming to evaluate the economic and environmental impacts of separate collection of bio-waste. Great. And we'll be talking today about the standards and the guidance manual you just mentioned, although that observatory of local policy sounds very interesting as well. Um, but just to clarify, you work solely with municipalities that source separate their organics, correct? Yeah, that's correct. They are all involved in separate collection of bio-waste, all doing source separation. Great. And can you give me an overview then of the situation in France regarding source separation and composting standards as well before your system came in? Okay. Well, in France, the separate collection of bio-waste is really unpopular at the moment. There is only maybe 3 to 5% of the population concerned by this collection. So it was essential for, for us to write this guidebook in order to demonstrate the feasibility of the industry. Um, so for the, um, compared to the compost context in France, the, the, the French quality standards were not enough sufficient for the agriculture industry. They were asking for a stronger uh, external control, more traceability and clearer specification. For instance, there, there was no clear difference on packaging requirements between bio-waste compost and municipal solid waste compost. So this was a, a fear for operator that a user could be mistaken, then could lose confidence in the industry and finally would prefer not to use compost anymore in their, in their farms. So that, that's why uh, Compost Plus found necessary to build this new quality assurance system. It is called ASCA. Uh, the translation in English will be soil improver selected and quality certified. Mm-hmm. So the standards were quite low before. So it was necessary then for you to build this new quality assurance system and label. And um, so when did the work on the quality assurance system start? Uh, well, the work starts two, two years ago. Uh, it was a big collaborative work. We involved all the stakeholders that uh, have been involved in that project. Compost Plus with its members, but as well the ADEM, the National Agency on Energy and Environment, from which we received as well some funding. Was involved as well the Agricultural Chamber of France, which represent all the local uh, agricultural chambers. The FNAD, which is the federation of representing uh, private companies, 
few associations like the European Compost Network and the Composting Farmers of France and the certification bodies. Mm -hmm. I would like to say that the support of the Agricultural Chamber of France was really important. They brought us a technical but as well a political support. Uh, actually, we two press releases have been co-written and published together, one of them during the last Paris International Agriculture Show. And this collaboration was really strategic for the wide acceptance of the project by users. Because Four years ago, the Ministry of the Ecology led a similar project of a national composting charter, including altogether the urban compost, bio-waste, green waste, municipal solid waste compost. But finally, the project collapsed because they didn't get the confidence of the agricultural industry. I see. So it collapsed, you said before. And that made it then more difficult for you, I guess, to set up this new system and label. Yeah, it was Well, what was difficult was to gather everyone around the table, all the stakeholders, the private companies, the agricultural industry, the local authorities and well, technical experts as well. Right. So that's quite a lot of players involved. Uh, that was a lot of players. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that was one of the challenges to make everybody around the table and finally to make sure that the final document was fully approved. Right. Yeah. So and that whole process then took two years. It was two years of work, yeah. All right. And the quality assurance system has just launched last September. Um, so it's still very new. And we touched on this already with regard to the compost quality in France. But I'd like you to tell me a little bit more about the reasons for making this new label and system. There were a few reasons for making this new label. For users, the priority was to give them more trustability, more control, more warranties and finally more quality. For operators, well, the label allows them to secure their outlet and makes the market more lasting for the future. As I said, it was also a way to mark a clear difference between bio-waste compost and other urban compost as municipal solid compost, solid waste compost, sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, let me say one more thing compared to the context of France. There was a lack of quality assurance system in France. Actually, most of the plants use ISO standards, which focus particularly on management, but nothing on the product quality. So the project was to create this integrated cast based on both management and product standards. Okay, so that's a very good reason in itself for creating the label. And there are so many standards out there with various levels of checkpoints and requirements. And I'd like to know how this one compares, maybe. So how strict is the new system and the compost label? Um, what criteria did you put in place and what does it cover? Um, first, the label is open to any plants, public or private, even if it was a public initiative at the beginning. So every plant which composts biodegradable waste separately collected, meaning that municipal solid waste or sewage sludge are not allowed and can't be part of any product from this label. Well, compared to what was done before, the label is a lot stricter. There are 36 requirements focusing on quality management, environmental management and product quality. Uh, a big part of the label is inspired by ISO standards, which means that the quality policy and the procedures are written, the internal communication in is down, formation are given to operators on the plant, and there is as well internal control done every year to make sure the plant is still in line with the label requirements. Mm -hmm. But about the product, there is as well three old for pollutants in line with the European Ecolabel for soil improver, which are stricter than the French national standards, especially on heavy metals contents and uh, impurities. 
Mm -hmm, so that's very good. Yeah. And in terms of the operational aspects now, I'd like to get into what steps will be taken to ensure operational quality in the compost plants and so on. Uh, maybe you can tell me a bit about that. Well, uh, everything has to be recorded. So all the composting operation during the process and as well the composting parameters as temperature and moisture. Everything is recorded as independent certification bodies can control that all the requirements are respected. At least one external control is done per year and each product is sampled for external laboratory analysis. There is as well internal analysis required and there is a particular attention given to pollutants that are likely to pass the allowed thrills. For instance, when a threshold is passed at once, the implicated parameters is analyzed on all the following batches for one full year. And besides for uh, agronomic criteria as uh, organic matter and nitrogen content, they are analyzed on every batch. Okay, so just to paraphrase, um, aside for the nitrogen content and organic matter that's tested on every batch, if a threshold is passed in one area, the batches are tested for those implicated parameters for a full year. Yeah. Okay, um, and then can you tell me a little bit more about the traceability aspect as well? Yeah, one goal of this label was to bring more traceability, as I said. So the work on the platform starts by creating input batches, each batch is followed during the full process from the first stage to the final product. And at every stage of the process, the operator has to know the exact composition of every batch. That means that each kilo of input or output is recorded all the time. Okay, that's excellent. So the system and the label are very detailed and very strict then. Which leads me to wonder about the possible challenges you faced in creating it. Was there any stumbling blocks or issues you had in relation to designing the quality control aspects of the system specifically? Well, the, the main challenge was to create a label complying with farmers' expectations and operators' limits, limits on the field. Uh, so we had to deal as well with uh, existing rules and practices that sometimes it can be hard to change, even if it's just a little. So we've tried not to revolutionize everything and to retain most of the best practices already implemented on the field. One challenge as well was to contain the implementation cost of the label. Uh, that is why operators have to do part of the control. Uh, I talk about uh, internal control. So they are doing those internal control and sampling the product. So and as the label has some similar requirements to ISO standards, we made it fully compatible with them. Thanks to that, the implementation costs are reasonable, I will say, uh, even more for operator already ISO certified. Because when the certification body is on the site, it can control part of the two systems at the same time. That's great. So it ends up not costing the operator as much in that case. Yeah, exactly so. That is why I call this label an integrated label. And when you get a contract with a certification body, this label will cost a lot cheaper for operators already ISO certified. Okay, so that's definitely a benefit of this label then. And um, how has the reaction been so far or has there been any? Well, for, for the moment, five plants are uh, doing the work to be certified. Maybe the first certification will cool open between April or May, but for the moment we haven't done any communication. We are waiting for those first certification before making any conclusions. 
Right. So in the summer, you'll have more of an idea. Um, okay, so that's exciting. And of course, the many stakeholders, as you mentioned earlier, will benefit from this label. But can you tell me more about who else will benefit and how? Well, um, the benefit will will be every stakeholder of the, of the industry. Users are benefiting from this label uh, because it gives them more traceability, more control and more quality. Uh, operators, because it's secured their uh, outlets. Even, I will say by extension, the final consumer who is buying uh, food products grown on farm using certified compost. And I would say finally as well, uh, it is benefiting the national authorities by increasing the quality of the national market. Excellent. So it's going to be a great benefit for the compost industry in France in general. Um, That's great. And we've touched on the challenges already a little bit, but I'd like to explore this some more. We mentioned before the trouble you had in bringing all the stakeholders together around the table and so on. But you've had some a few other issues too, like for instance, with deciding whether or not to include mechanical biological treatment plants or MBT plants. Would you like to talk about that maybe? Well, that, that was one of the questions, if this label had to include or not the municipal solid waste compost from uh, MBT plants and other uh, sludge sewage compost as well. And finally, we decided to make this label apart because actually the Compost Plus members are not familiar to those plants. So it was too complicated for us to imagine creating a, a label integrating every urban compost. And we didn't want it to make a label that could mistaken the user. So it was better for us to separate this initiative. Okay, so that was a tough decision you had to make. And was there any pushback on this decision or did you have any trouble defending your position? No, actually they, actually they understood this position and today they are working on their own uh, certification level as well on their side. So we are happy because our initiative finally give them the, the same ID and fully with their label they will as well try to increase the quality of their compost. Okay, so they're working on their own separate system. That's interesting. And of course, our stance is that source separation is the best way to go for organics recycling. But um, are MBT plants popular or gaining in popularity at the moment in France at all? Uh, I will say um, for the moment, the local authorities are waiting for a signal from the national authorities. There is no clear national strategy on how to recycle bio-waste. So local authorities choose to do separate collection bio-waste, others choose to do MBT, but there are a few of them. And for the moment, most of the local authorities haven't done anything yet. So... Right, so organics recycling itself is only starting to get off the ground in general. Mm-hmm. And, and this is a good transition, actually, to talk about what's happening in France more generally now with organics recycling and source separation. Um, it's an exciting time at the moment in France. Can you tell us a little bit more about why that is? Well, the, the, there is a big regulation project called the Energetic Transition Law. And in this initial project, supported by the new Ministry of the Ecology, there is one goal that is to generalize source separation of bio-waste by 2025. So this will be this strong signal I was talking about for local authorities in favor to implement separate collection of bio-waste all over the country. Mm-hmm. It will be as well a really important measure when you think that about the international context of climate change, 
and as well in contemplation of the next 21 COP held in Paris in November. So it's a summit on climate, you know, that will be held in, in Paris at the end of the year. And this measure will be a, a strong contribution from France to reduce our uh, environmental waste impacts because we have to know that 30% of the human methane gas emissions are from um, landfilling. So about this uh, energetic transition law, the, in a few days the Senate will examine the law and their conclusion should be delivered in the middle of February. So in two weeks maybe the, the national situation will totally change. Mm -hmm. And when this episode airs itself, it'll be a bit closer to the date as well. So that's a very exciting thing. And I know you're busy right now talking to the senators and so on about separate collection to spread the word, uh, which brings me to the source separation guidebook or manual that you've produced as well, which will be officially published now on the 5th of February. So how long has it been in production? And tell me a bit more about it. It's as well a two years uh, work, actually. It's a book that gathers many, many uh, successful experiences from all around France about uh, source separation of bio-waste. Uh, there is more than 20 local authorities that are, which contribute to this guide. Sorry. Well, we, we will officially publish on the 5th of February, so then we will widely spread it to local authorities. And you were saying at the beginning then as well that source separation in France hasn't really taken off at all. Maybe you can tell me before we get into this a little more why there's so little source separation in France at the moment. Uh, is it just a question of economics or is there much opposition to it? Or Well, I wouldn't say that there is many people against source separation of bio-waste in France, but we are still and all the time finally the same people and the same local uh, authorities defending, and that's normal, their investment, what they have done for the moment. So we can't say that uh, France is defending MBT. Well, some of them are, and some of them are in favor of separation of bio-waste. Right, so there's just a lot of different voices then at the moment. Yeah, it's lots of different voices, but most of the people are just waiting to the conclusion. <laughs> Yes, I see. But I suppose um, municipalities will gain the confidence to start source separation schemes as well, thanks to this guidance manual. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. That, that is one of the goal of this manual, is to show to the local authorities that the separate collection of bio-waste works everywhere, in a urban area as in a rural area. And yeah, to demonstrate that it is working, that it is feasible, and that uh, it is feasible technically, but as well economically. Because uh, most of the time, the, yeah, the argument is to say that separate collection of bio-waste costs more than, uh, for instance, MBT. Uh, but this guidebook shows that the 20 local authorities who contribute to this book haven't got any more cost than the others, than the national uh, average. Okay, so yeah, that's brilliant to have such a great example of how good economically source separation can be. That's really important. And um, hopefully it'll be hard for municipalities then to ignore these findings. But now I suppose um, this will very much depend on what happens with the energetic transition law. But what's the focus for Compost Plus in the next few years? Uh, well, it will... Our first of all, uh, our uh, next goal will be to make sure the Ascala Bell is implemented everywhere. I will say uh, by local authorities and most of the plants as we can. 
And um, compared to the transition energetic law, if the law is in favor of source separation of bio-waste, we might have to focus on how accompany new local authorities in the way of uh, developing a source collection of bio-waste. Yeah, so it'll be a very busy time then. Um, and it's a busy time for France too. I'm sure you're very excited for what the future holds. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The situation can totally change in few, in few days. And I'm sure this is because of this um, unclear situation that there is this debate in France. In all other countries in Europe, the national law is clear, so there is no debate, and then separate collection of bio-waste is well-developed, is the what we see in Germany or in Italy, or when the, when the national uh, strategy is clear, the local authorities know that they are supported, so it's easier for them to... to to make the change. Yeah, to make the change, exactly. Well, that's great and very exciting. That wraps it up for the episode today as we're running out of time. But it's been very interesting to talk to you, Thomas, and learn more about what's happening in France and with Compost Plus at the moment. Okay. Best of luck now with the new standards and labels, and we'll be keeping an eye out on the news for the next while to see what happens. All right, so thank you for coming on the show and all the best. Okay, thank you, Ellen. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. That was Thomas Collin for the Organic Stream podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to subscribe to us using the options on the page. And if you're using iTunes, be sure to leave us a review as well. As always, if you have any questions or comments, you can contact us on our website, organicstream.org, or on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is theorgstream. That's all we have time for this week. Tune in next time for another exciting episode. Thank you.